Welcome. I'm glad you all made it at 10 a.m. Some of you came a little earlier. There might be people coming in here in a little, you know, 30 minutes or so. Uh, we're so glad that you're here, and welcome to all the kids and young people in the room this morning. We're so glad you're with us. We're going to hear from our kids' choir in a moment this morning. It's going to be amazing later in the service. Hey, um, the way that we're going to do the service today, some of you might have um, you, you know, heard of a service called the Festival of Lessons and Carols. Uh, that's basically a traditional uh, English service where you read some scriptures and you sing some carols. We've taken inspiration from that idea, and we're, what we're doing in our own New Life Downtown way. So what you're about to experience together will be nine scripture readings. We'll go from Genesis to Isaiah to Luke to Matthew to John. And through each interspersed with each of these scripture readings will be a song. Some of the songs will have you stand and sing along. Some of them you can be seated and listen and let it kind of help you in your reflection and contemplation of Jesus and his arrival. And even when you're sitting, you're welcome to sing along as well. The series that we've kind of been in throughout Advent was called The Long Nights. And we, we used it to talk about the, the season of Advent as being the season of waiting in the darkness but throughout that series, we also had these O antiphons, these songs that kind of guided us through our waiting in the night. And so today, what better way to signal that morning is arriving than to have a whole bunch more songs? Amen? So there's going to be nine scriptures and nine songs. And, and if you're the counting kind, you can count them. If you're the relax and enjoy and soak it up kind, go ahead and do that. But I want to invite you to just enter this next uh, 45 minutes or so with a spirit and attitude of worship and adoration. And take the journey with us as you hear the readings from Genesis to Isaiah to Luke to Matthew to John. Take the journey with us and Maybe ask the Holy Spirit to help you see the story, maybe for the first time, maybe in a fresh way, the story of God coming to redeem and restore his good creation. Amen. So, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the giving of your son. Jesus, we thank you that you've come, light of the world, into our darkness. And Holy Spirit, thank you that you are the coming of God to us even now. Even as we wait the final arrival, Holy Spirit, you come to us daily to visit us with the presence of God. And so that's what we're asking for this morning, that you would visit us, renew your work in us, give us soft hearts again, hearts that would adore you, surrender to you, follow you. Capture us now as we listen to your word and as we sing and worship along in Christ's name. Amen. Our first reading this morning is from Genesis chapter 3, verses 8 through 15. During that day's cool evening breeze, they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden. And the man and his wife, they hid themselves from the Lord God in the middle of the garden's trees. And the Lord God called to the man and he said to him, Where are you? And the man replied, I heard your sound in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Did you eat from the tree which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, the woman you gave me, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. And the Lord God said to the woman, what have you done? And the woman said, the snake tricked me and I ate. And the Lord God said to the snake, because you did this, you are the one cursed out of all the farm animals, out of all the wild animals. On your belly you will crawl and dust you will eat every day of your life. I will put contempt between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers, and they will strike your head, but you will strike at their heels. Captive in 
Genesis 22:15 through 18. The Lord's messenger called out to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I give my words as the Lord that because you did this and didn't hold back your son, your only son, I will bless you richly and I will give you countless descendants, as many as the stars in the sky and as the grains of sand on the seashore. They will conquer their enemies' cities. All the nations of the earth will be blessed because of your descendants, because you obeyed me. Tears, tears 
seen a great light and on those living in pitch dark land light has dawned a child is born to us a son is given to us and authority will be on his shoulders he will be named wonderful counselor mighty God eternal father Prince of Peace. There will be vast authority and endless peace for David's throne and for his kingdom, establishing and sustaining it with justice and righteousness now and forever. Men, let's stand together for this next few.
Let's remain standing for this reading and for the next song too. Isaiah 11, 1 through 3a. A shoot will grow up from the stump of Jesse. A branch will sprout from his roots. The Lord's spirit will rest upon him, a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of planning and strength, a spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. He will delight in fearing the Lord. Do you feel the world is broken? We do. Do you feel the shadows deepen? It all in dark won't stop yeah. life from getting through. We do. Do you wish that you could see it all made new? We do. It's all creation groaning.
Luke 1, 26 through 35 and 38. When Elizabeth was six months pregnant, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a city in Galilee, to a virgin who was engaged to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David's house. The virgin's name was Mary. When the angel came to her, he said, Rejoice, favored one. The Lord is with you. She was confused by these words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. The angel said, Don't be afraid, Mary. God is honoring you. Look, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of David his father. He will rule over Jacob's house forever, and there will be no end to his kingdom. Then Mary said to the angel, How will this happen since I haven't had sexual relations with a man? The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come over you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the one who is to be born will be holy. He will be called God's Son. Then Mary said, I am the Lord's servant. Let it be with me just as you have said. Then the angel left her.
In those days, Caesar Augustus declared that everyone through the empire should be enrolled in the tax lists. Everyone went to their own cities to be enrolled. Since Joseph belonged to David's house and family line, he went up from the city of Nazareth in Galilee to David's city called Bethlehem in Judea. He went to be enrolled together with Mary, who was promised to him in marriage and who was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for Mary to have her baby. She gave birth to her firstborn child, a son, wrapped him snugly and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the guest room. Luke 2, 1, 3 through 7. Amen. We're going to stand together for this next one, all right? You can feel the joy rising. I can see it in your face. You don't want to sit. You want to sing. You want to get rowdy a little bit. Well, I've got good news for you, my friends. This next song is Joy to the World.
back there on the trombone, Rose Dunphy. Also on flute and nylon guitar, pretty amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome your children, the children of New Life Downtown. <laughs> Nearby, shepherds were living in the fields, guarding their sheep at night. The Lord's angel stood before them. The Lord's glory shone around them, and they were terrified. The angel said, don't be afraid. Look, I bring you good, new good news to you. Wonderful, joyous news for all people. Your Savior is born today in David's city. He is Christ the Lord. This is a sign for you. You will find a newborn baby wrapped snugly and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great assembly of the heavenly forces was with the angel, praising God. They said, Glory to God in the heavens, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go right now to Bethlehem and see what happens. Let's confirm what the Lord has revealed to us. They went quickly and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger.
Matthew 2, 1 through 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, in the territory of Judea, during the rule of King Herod, Magi came from the east to Jerusalem. They asked, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We've seen his star in the east, and we've come to honor him. When King Herod heard this, he was troubled, and everyone in Jerusalem was troubled with him. He gathered all the chief priests and the legal experts and asked them where the Christ was to be born. They said, in Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what the prophet wrote, you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, by no means are you least among the rulers of Judah, because from you will come one who governs, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the Magi and found out from them the time when the star had first appeared. He, he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search carefully for the child. When you found him, report to me so that I too may go and honor him. When they heard the king, they went. And look, the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with Mary, his mother. Falling to their knees, they honored him. Then they opened their treasure chests and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Because they were warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they went back to their own country by another route.
shepherd boy to the mighty king Do you know Now we come to the ninth reading, the final selection of scripture. You track the journey from the fall in Genesis to the call of Abraham, to the promise of Isaiah, to the arrival of Jesus. John's gospel doesn't give us a nativity story, but he gives us some theology of what this means, that Jesus has come. And the reading goes like this. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. The Word was God. The Word was with God in the beginning. Everything came into being through the Word. And without the Word, nothing came into being. What came into being through the Word was life. And the life was the light for all people. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness doesn't extinguish the light. A man named John was sent from God and he came as a witness to testify concerning the light so that through him everyone would believe in the light. He himself wasn't the light, but his mission was to testify concerning the light. The true light that shines on all people was coming into the world. The light was in the world and the world came into being through the light. 
the world didn't recognize the light. The light came to his own people and his own people didn't welcome him. But those who did welcome him, those who believed in his name, he authorized to become God's children. Born not from blood, not from human desire or passion, but born from God. The word became flesh and made his home among us. And now we can say it. We have seen his glory. Glory like that of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. Somebody say amen this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Maybe you find yourself this Advent and Christmas season feeling like you're sitting in the dark. The good news of the gospel is that the light has come. You don't have to be stuck in sin. You don't have to be stuck in shame. You don't have to be a prisoner wondering when freedom will arrive. In front of me here are these Advent candles and they're sitting on a tree stump. (laughs) It just so happened to be sitting backstage in the high school when we got here this morning. And when I arrived, Brian was like, I think we should use this tree stump as the setting for the Advent candles. And I thought, the stump of Jesse. How perfect it is. (laughs) How perfect it is. A stump feels like a dead end. It's, it means the story is over, the game has ended. But Isaiah said Jesus would come and would make it so that no dead end is ever actually the end. No sorrow, no death, no sin, no failure, no mistake will ever be the last word of your story. My friends, do you believe that this morning? It will not be the last word. Out of the stump of Jesse, The root of David has come. Jesus, the Messiah. Jesus, the Savior. The people sitting in darkness have seen a great light. But our options this morning are to reject the light, to say, yeah, I kind of like the darkness. I'd rather stay here. Or to say, okay, light, bring life to all things. Bring new creation to me. Bring light into the darkness of my heart. Friends, this morning, if you've said it a thousand times or you've never said it before, this morning is a moment to say again, Jesus, bring your light into my heart. Jesus, bring your life out of the deadness of my own story. You want that this morning? Wherever we are, whatever we're going through. John's gospel makes it clear the light came for all people, for all the world. It's not for a select group. It's not for people who come from the right family, not for people who have the right resume. The light has come for all people. We're going to sing a song that (laughs) says the words, Oh, come all you faithful. But I think the gospel's invitation might be more radical than that. Come all you faithless. Come all you scoundrels. Come all you sinners and failures. Come everyone. Because the faithful one has come into the world. Amen? Let's worship him with this last song together.
We thank you that you have come, and you have come as the light, as the hope, and you reign even now as the king. Today we look at a stump, months from now we'll look at a cross, and we know that Christ who came, Christ died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. Jesus, you are the exalted and reigning one. So we ask even now as we go from this place that you would send us out in the power of your Holy Spirit, carrying with us the light of Christ, carrying with us the hope of your coming, carrying with us the reign of King Jesus. Give us the grace to embrace your kingdom. Give us the grace to live under your rule, to follow you in in obedience till you come again. We pray these things in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And everybody said, 
Amen. 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 Yeah. Well, please thank Brian and Jen and Becca and Travis and the worship team this morning. Amy, Rose, Cameron, Caleb. We'll see you on Christmas Eve. We're gathering up at the Big Blue Roof, New Life North. Two o'clock service. Get there in plenty of time. Get there 30 minutes early. Get there 45 minutes early even. And we'll see you there. Merry Christmas, everyone.